Wow, I see I have a few more listeners now. Um, actually going to go on to the thing and look and see if I've made any money because I'm like, I have been putting small ads in, you know, and everybody does. And I'm like, I might actually have some money sitting in Anchor. But um, if I have money in Anchor, it's because I have drama. <laughs> and everybody loves drama. And um, some of you have been listening to me for a while. And some of you just joined probably and are here for the pure funk of it all. Well, it's about to get funkier. Because, well, I don't feel guided to tell you what I should tell you. I gotta save something for the book. But things went awry, y'all. It went awry. And the universe made a shift in me. And I don't really see any other way that it could have went awry and shifted me in that direction like the universe has. Like, they put some value back into my life for me by having me learn a lesson that um, pretty much supports not valuing yourself. <laughs> you know, like, um, you should be your number one priority all the time. And I let my guard down again. The universe is showing me opportunities for improvement is what they're doing. They're showing me just like when you're at Amazon working and they say, this is an opportunity for you to improve, you know. And, oh, I have to get my White Castles, so hang on a second. You can hear the White Castle person. Probably. Say hello, White Castle people. I'm in Cincinnati, and White Castles are a tradition here. And they are comfort food for me as well. But Chick-fil-A was closed, so I had to come to White Castles again. And here I am. Here she comes. Oh, I don't know what she's doing first. I'm like, I can't decide. She's got money in her hand. She had a pop in her hand, and I thought she was coming this way with it, but she went the other way. Okay. So she's doing 43 things at once. Yeah, that was for the guy in front of me that pulled up. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm like, how do you guys do all these fucking windows? <laughs> in the drive-thru. So, there she goes again. That's their White Castles, I guess. Fine. Give them my white castles. Yeah, I've had a rough day today, you guys, and I'm feeling like through so many frequencies, it's insane. Like, hello. Oh, I'm fine, honey. Take your time. I love the color of your hair. Well, thanks. Thank you. I love it. Yeah, I'm trying to be a colorful person. I don't feel very colorful sometimes, but. You can say hi to my podcast. I'm podcasting from my car. <laughs> she said hi. But you can't hear because there's a big old piece of plexiglass. So I'm like, I always do this. I roll through. We'll have that at the next one for you. Oh, okay. Thanks. I'm like, 
She's running herself to death. She's the one running it to the next window. Why did she just have me wait there? There's nobody waiting. But anyways, starseeds, hang in there, man. All you young generation people. We're traumatized. We're trying to fix ourselves. And, and it's a self-correcting universe. And I asked the universe for certain things to happen. And it threw things into motion for me. For, for all I know, me and Brian could get back together a year from now. Because he's miserable without me. And he realizes he loves me. And, you know, then everything will be okay. But, you know, right now, I'm in a, I'm in a funky spot. And I'll tell you about that in a second, as soon as I get these white castles. She's a sweet girl. But anyways, we have in Ohio, um, if anybody's interested about the COVID situation in Milford, in Milford, it seems to be business as usual. Although, hours are different for the local businesses. Some of them have way less hours than they used to. Um... Then some of them have closed down. Uh, then there's lots of houses in motion for sale. Because maybe people who have equity in their home that wanted to um, upgrade, it's a good time for them to upgrade. Because the mortgage rates are really low. So they could get a really good price for their homes because they can sell probably pretty easily right now. There are houses selling within two or three days or hours on the market is what I've heard. And then they can flip into the home, the next level home that they want. And at a probably a pretty decent payment, you know. So, um, oh, hi, hon. Thank you. You too. She said, said, thank you. She said, you're welcome. I said, you too. <laughs> you too. You're welcome too. <laughs> Sorry, I'm banding you right now. I'm having a dramatic day, you guys. I've been through every emotion already this morning. I've been sobbing and then I went on to Facebook and proclaimed. I'm like, um, if one were trying to get from this emotion to this emotion, how can I talk it out? And, you know, I just went on and I talked it out, but I did it verbally on Facebook. What is all over the top of my car? That must be dirt. Yeah, that's not burn. That's just, that needs to be cleaned. Oh, my poor car. I just got it, you guys. The universe set me up to drive, yes, but it's it deserves better treatment than it's getting. It's getting neglected. I don't want my car to be neglected as, as much as I am. I love my car. So... Please stay running. I do love you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm hard on cars because I have an attention issue, an attention, an attention, an attention issue, and then I haven't had medicine for two days because I overtook my medicine. I don't know what man I was trying to stay up and hang out with, but there was no one. No one worthy of that. And also, it I didn't even end up hanging out with anyone. So, I took two pills over what I should have taken for the month and had to wait two more days to get my medicine. So, I'm still trying to balance myself. 
and I'm eating White Castles while I'm talking to you. And y'all know me. Get some crystals if you're in the South. They're kind of like White Castles. Y'all know me. I'm rude. I I do everything that other people don't do. I burp on here. I, I think you guys have heard me fart on here before. By accident. I think I like leaned over or something. And I was like, Poof, and I'm like, shit. I bet my podcast heard that. <laughs> no, I don't have a studio in my house. I have a studio in my car. Because as soon as I plug my iPhone in, it, the SE, I got the SE. Shitty for fucking OnlyFans. I'll tell you that right now. Horrible camera in that phone. Anyways, I plug this phone in and it's my studio in my car. And you get to come with me everywhere I go. What's more fun than that? And I get to catch people off guard out of their comfort zone. And I'm like, haha, you're on my podcast. Say hi. <laughs> I have walked into gas stations with my phone and earbuds on and said that. I'm like, say hi, you're on my podcast. Because it's not going to make any sense for me to just be like talking to someone and then you guys not know what the fuck I'm doing like just be authentic you know just be who you are yeah I'm taking you guys with me on my day as a ship shopper sometimes oh fuck the pickles are really hot <laughs> they're a tiny little hamburger and they're on a tiny little bun and it's a tiny little piece of shitty beef that everybody makes fun of. But I love them. They remind me of my parents and they're a comfort food for me. Now, I did not come here for that. I came here because Chick-fil-A was closed on Sunday. But they put a couple pickles on the grill with it, I guess. Or they put them on after they make them or whatever. But the pickles are always hot on these. And they burn the shit out of you. <laughs> Where else do you get conversation like this of over every emotional everything? I mean, I'll talk about whatever with anybody. Like, even if I don't have kids, I would talk about kids because I adore them. And I might be able to give you a third party neutral opinion about something with a child, you know? Like a perspective of the child. Because I emote like a child. I do. Well, maybe that's something other people grow out of. But ADHD people don't. Like, we we demand what we demand. Yeah. Maybe we are kind of spoiled. Maybe I am just spoiled in calling it ADHD. I don't know. But we are pretty emotional people. I don't see how spoiled would have anything to do with emotional breakdowns, but I mean, maybe it has something to do with me personally, but I don't think it overlaps into mental health. Okay. Yeah, I do. Because it can make you, it can pretty much make you ruin everything in your life. And maybe that's what I did with my marriage. You know, maybe I, um, 
I'm not going to tell you that my emotions and where I was at was invalid when I did what I did, when I cheated. Because I needed affection. Like, physical affection. Emotional affection. A, a public display of affection. Any fucking thing. I would have taken anything, but I was getting nothing. And I have been getting nothing for five years. And the only emotions I got thrown at me were anger. And sometimes we would have sex. And it was when my body was like, I want to have sex. I don't care what you want. And I'm like, okay, just for my body, I'll have sex. You know, it wasn't because I was emotionally attached to him anymore. Because he was treating me. If I say I go back and nothing's changed, then I'm going to emote the same fucking way. But things have to change. We have to bend and meet in the middle if I'm supposed to go back there. But, I don't know that I'm supposed to go back there. Because I haven't given myself a chance to be single yet. But I'm still emoting like I want to go back there. But it's my fault because I had sex with him. And when you then I re-sparked that emotional connection, you know, and then he's ghosted me for like three days. So I'm like, oh, now I'm all tangled up in his shit again, you know, and it is because then once they talk to you and show, I think maybe I'm starting to wonder if he only wants the same thing as what other people have been wanting. And that's sex. I'm like, yeah. Well, you got it, and now you now you showed me who you really are. You're just another face in the crowd, then, you know? Because, yay, guess what? You wanted that more than you wanted me back, so... Apparently, you're not ready to love me unconditionally yet. Which means caring about the way I feel about things and bending. Love is more than lust because it requires commitment. And it requires um, work and progress and communication. And that's why people don't want it. The people who are willing to bend and do those things, get to enjoy love at its best. Even though there are stupid days in between and sometimes shit don't go right. But, it wasn't all him either. It was me too. I'm going to gag down the last bite of this and I'm going to go get the goddamn ADHD medicine and go to work. Because now I'm back to crying again. God damn. No wonder people don't talk about their fucking feelings, man. Because then you have to take time to process them, you know. You have to take time to feel them. So fuck it. Let's just stuff them down. Let's not talk about them. Let's let's just be uh 
Let's continue to be who we are right now and not grow or not learn from ourselves or not try anymore. Or let's just see if my family can control everything I'm doing because I've wondered that. I don't know that it's happening and I don't know that he would give a flying fuck about his family. But I've wondered maybe it's because I went public with everything, you know, and went on OnlyFans and stuff that his family may not accept me any longer and that he may indeed choose his own family over his own relationship, which again just shows me he's not ready to be the man that I thought he was going to be because a real man, okay, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say because it's my dad, but my dad did not let my family fucked up family, those people that are qualified to be my uncles and aunts and all of them, for them to judge my mom by her shooting at him with a gun trying to take his life and he took her back because he loved her. Because he knew that that was just her mental illness. That it wasn't something intentional. That he could see her heart for what she was on the inside. Which was just someone that needed to be loved. And be loved more. Or to be acknowledged. Or whose trauma had never got processed. You know, that she never got to get to the doctor's or the books, or the tools that we have today that can help you bring all that negativity to the surface and not be ashamed of it anymore. You can speak the darkest things, and they still can't bring you down as a person. You will still not die because of it. You will still be breathing after you speak the words, and you feel so empowered after you say them as a person, like I'm doing right now, that you get addicted to it. You get addicted to self-care. You get addicted to being vulnerable. You get addicted to spilling your soul. Because it's the only fucking thing you have anymore. You know like. I'm at the bottom right now. Like I'm living in an Airbnb. I have less than two suitcases of clothes. I'd say just the one big suitcase of clothes. Is what I have. Because when I do a load of laundry. And it's almost everything I own. It all fits in a medium load. So I bet anything I'd fit all my little leggings and tank tops and t-shirts. And socks and underwear and bras. And, well, one pair of boots and a winter coat. That's as much as I've got. And I've got two hoodies. And that's what I've got right now. You know, those are my possessions. Uh, I have another suitcase that's going to be full of beauty products. But, um, it's like for your hair and makeup and nails and all that kind of stuff. But that's, that's what I'm trying to bring forth right now. I'm trying to bring forth the me version that cares about herself, you know, not what, you know, like that part of me has to exist. I have to feel human. So even if I don't have any fucking thing else, I can curl my hair or I can make myself feel pretty or do something different, you know, 
to, to make myself feel good about myself and take salt baths and relax myself. It's the only way I goddamn survive. I mean, I'm going to have to go over there to Home Depot and get that little fucker that sits over the drain because whatever's behind her, you know, the thing that you pull to make the bathtub hold water, um, that knob back there, my mom and dad had issues with theirs and it, it's fucked up in my bathroom. And so the bathtub won't hold water, but I think you can get a rubber mat that just goes over the drain that will keep the water in the tub. And that's what I'm going to start doing is when I get home, I've been de-stressing lately by taking my diazepam, which I've never taken really a lot of my whole life, but it helped me sleep when I get home on a stimulant, you know, and I can't wind down, but it's a baby dose. It's two milligrams and I go straight to sleep on it. I'm like, I'm so tired, you know, from walking all day for shipped that I'm like, well, just uh, go in there and take you to diazepam and let your body rest. That's all you can do right now until I get more acclimated to um, walking. I mean, this has been going on for months, but it still hurts my body, you know. I'm like, it feels like I've had a workout every day when I come home from work. And that's okay, because the universe is like, you ain't going to go to the gym. We know you ain't going to go to the gym and do this shit. And you asked us for a fit body. So, by God, I'm getting it. I mean, even if I haven't lost the weight yet, I can get my body used to being active every day again. And um, it's basically like gym class all fucking day, <laughs> you know, is lifting all this stuff in and out of the car. And if you don't work, you don't make any money. So I made my own bed that way. And so now I do get exhausted and I do get tired. So I let myself, I used to go home and talk to boys. That's what I was doing. I was talking to boys and I'm not doing that no more. I'm not doing it. I just go to bed. I'll let my body rest. I'll self-care at first. So, and then I'll go get me some, get me that little rubber mat and take myself a salt bath so my muscles will feel relaxed. And a hot bath always makes you drowsy, you know, unless you're looking for like an energizing bath, then that's like peppermint. But, um, I can start bringing in my herbs again and feeling energized and stuff. I took salt baths all the way through, even over at Becky's house. The first Airbnb I stayed at, I used her tub for salt bath all the time. If I needed it, stayed in there for 10, 15 minutes. Everybody else took showers there in the morning. I get home, run me a bath in the evening, put some Justin Bieber on, and I was content. I think I'm really missing that, or I wouldn't be talking about it. It's soothing for the ADHD mind as well. And so is binaural beats. Binaural beats does something to our brain. Um, you know how you see the videos of, like, say somebody has a bunch of bass speakers and they're sitting plates of salt on it and the salt's bouncing into these little geometrical positions and stuff. And then they do same some of those things with water too. But it's really just to prove that sound has a vibrational effect on matter. Well, when you put certain beats 
into the brain and well what it is it's not just the beats it's the tones there's a tone in each ear a different tone in each ear which the brain blends and creates a third tone so that causes the brain to balance you know it's balancing right hemisphere and left hemisphere so i can become just hopefully just as intelligent and and like smart i want my smart to go with my intuitive i want to be able to logically figure things out this guy's cracking me up watering these flowers <laughs> i'm sitting here watching the most He's got this huge arch going on and he's watering these flowers from the porch of the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of somebody peeing out into the air and like arching over. But that's like 20 feet. I don't think anybody can pee 20 feet. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But... Anyways, I'm like, ooh, look, a squirrel. <laughs> Typical ADHD conversation. I like that car. I, I wonder if Hughes in it is good looking. <laughs> See, I'm still me. I just went philosophical this morning. I'm like, how can I better myself? How can... How can I fix myself more? How can I logically figure out what's going on in my mind right now? Like, I'm mind hacking big time today. Because you can either sit in your shit and feel sorry for yourself and carry that mood around all day, or you can shift it. And when you can shift it, that is super powerful. That's like a super fucking power right there is because sorry <laughs> I had to be like hell on somebody if you're wearing earbuds sorry about that um hey the empathy acknowledged though didn't it the empath in me I was like that was really loud <laughs> I just forget I'm podcasting sometimes but I crinkled up my bag I didn't eat all my white castles I don't know why I just don't want to eat right now I'm not in the mood to eat I am in the mood to wake and bake, though. So I'm about to get to get on that shit right quick. And you know what? I've suffered a lot. And I've, I, y'all know that I saw my dad die in my arms. Y'all know that I left my mom behind repeated times in the hospital and had to watch her through the chicken wire and scream my head off as a child and give up my mom multiple times over and over and tra trauma with my mom and dad my dad got shot at twice in my family from my mom and they filed for divorce and got divorced finally but they got back together that was after my mom shot at him in 96 they didn't get married again but my dad left her the house, and then, because they don't know, sh they didn't know shit about estate estate planning. My dad lost my mom's, our family home to Medicaid, because my mom was in the nursing home, and he willed it to her, on Medicaid. Now those are the cards I've been dealt. I should have had a family home, but my family didn't know how to estate plan, and 
my dad had originally, when they divorced, willed the house to me. And then he fucked up and put it back in mom's name. And mom went in a nursing home before he died. That's why knowledge is power. I would have a home right now if, you know, if my mom and dad would have planned everything out right. But, um, unfortunately, that's what ignorance does. Ignorance destroys lives. Knowledge creates and develops and grows life. Life, period. Like, it improves life. Knowledge improves life. Trying, striving, and desiring and wishing and wanting. They feed life. But fear and scarcity and lack, of course, they take away from life. So I want to talk myself out of that mood every time I'm into it, you know? Like, I'm always going to be that freak that says, yeah, I'm in a funky mood, but how can I fix it? Because I'm really, it does take a lot of energy to hate. It does. It takes a lot of energy to be in lower vibrational emotions. But it doesn't matter if you are in a lower vibrational emotion like hate or anger or guilt or shame or, um, or even uh, scarcity or lack. Because those are the beginning stages of desire. If you're a human being and you're in those states, envy just means that you want what that person has. And that's just the beginning point of desire because you feel like that's the divine in you saying, I deserve that. That should be mine. That's my sovereign birthright. I'm a human being. How come I don't have that? You know? And that's why I say read like a, is it a redistribution of wealth that's going on on the planet? And like I don't know if it's redistribution or a mass distribution of wealth going on on the planet. Because everybody has to be, you know, they have their Black Lives Matter and equality for everyone and this, that, and the other. But nobody's talking about the most important thing on our planet right now is prosperity for everyone as well. Love for everyone as well. It's not just a couple of things that need to be fixed. It's the big things y'all are missing right out, right out there with your little signs. You know, maybe I need to make those signs and put them on my fucking, put them on a website or something. Like, y'all are forgetting. <clears throat> There's still people in poverty and lack and scarcity, and they need to be lifted up as well. And... That doesn't make them a bad person because they're that way. It just makes them someone who landed with the chips down, which would be right here in front of you, me. And then I, it's a pretty powerful place to be. Don't get me wrong. Because guess what? If I don't have anything to lose, I can tell you everything. Because I don't have nothing to lose. That's why I'm telling you all this. Like, what do I have to lose? I have only to gain from this, you know? Hang on, I gotta pick up my ADHD medicine. Y'all wanna hear that too? We can get that done. I'm in the Walgreens drive through Milford, Ohio.
good morning. Um, yeah, I'm here to pick up for Conley. Missy Conley uh, came by earlier for Vivance. What's your birthday, ma'am? 1237 Yeah, and Conley, you understand it was controlled. I can't touch them until that day. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the idea that you can show up at open and they'll be ready is not reality. Oh, no, I just... We can't commit at midnight until... No, we have to wait for the system. But I have to come here to tell you to start filling it. Oh, yeah, no, I had it. Yeah. It was just in my stack, but I walk in between 30 and 50. So we'll get it done as soon as we can. Oh, do you, you don't need my ID? Okay. No. Alrighty. Well, thank you, hon. I appreciate it. I, I was going to call, but it's okay. I was out anyway. <laughs> See, that's funny because I took my medicine early. Remember I told you I fucked up and took two of them. So then I... I said, when I dropped off my prescription the other day, which I have three months in advance from my doctor. See, it's kind of a checks and balances. If you fuck up and take it wrong, then you're going to have to suffer. So I haven't had any medicine for the last two days of work, which made work feel like I was running in mud. Um, so I paid my own toll for that. Don't worry about, oh, she shouldn't, you know, get medicine if she's going to abuse it. Because you can't snort this. I used to snort medicine like this, which was a hurdle for me and a challenge, right? And then, so now they have Vivance, which it only die, it only releases if you take it orally. And you're with it for 12 hours. You don't have a choice. Like, um, say Adderall. Adderall, I can crush up and snort it. And I can become an addict again. But I don't want to become an addict again. I have a desire to become something better. Which I have become something better. But I'm still working on balance as you can see. I should get an extended life for this. Because you know. Like I take extra work to get there. I take longer to get there. So maybe I'll live longer too. <laughs> so I've, everybody always called me a late bloomer when I was growing up. I, I'm almost 50. And I'm really sitting here with two suitcases of possessions. I should have my shit together I would think. But... That's just saying, hey, your path is different than everybody else's. That's all, right? So I pull up to get my medicine today. And today's the 23rd. And I can come today and get it filled. Well, because they're only allowed to give you 30 pills at a time. And so I pull up and he's like, you know, I can't come in at midnight and fill, right? And that you're, you got, I don't know if you guys heard that. And that I'm not allowed to fill until the 23rd, right? And I'm like, yeah, I got that. But you wouldn't fill it unless I came up here and asked for it. You know, like I have to initiate you to be able to. But I guess he just wants me to let it, let him take his time getting to it. But that's not going to suit my day because this is a 12-hour pill. I'm taking it at 1046. I'm going to be up late tonight anyway. So I get to decide what's better for him or what's better for me. And I think I'll show up on the day that I need to at the time I need to to take my medicine. Because if you dick around and you don't get my medicine filled till, I don't know, 4 o'clock today because you got 40 medicines ahead of mine, then and nobody are, nobody's coming to claim them. They're just in a the stack, right? 
So I come up and say, hey, fill my prescription. And you don't fill my prescription, or no, just say I let you do it naturally and you get it done at four o'clock this afternoon. Then I have to sit and wait another day to take my medicine. That's why I came at 10 o'clock, you know, when y'all opened. So I didn't expect him to come at midnight. I knew what I was dealing with. I knew that I would have to come back. I told the young lady, I said, I'll come back if you want me to. She said, well, I just have something to ask really quick. And then she came back and told me exactly what I was going to tell her. I'll come back because I know that you can't fill it until you get here when you open and it's 10 and I'm asking you to fill mine now because it's 12 hour medicine. You got to look at it from the ADHD point of view. It's not a bellyache medicine. It's not a this medicine. It's not a that medicine. This motherfucker will keep me up 12 hours. Sorry for your discomfort. <laughs> Walgreens. You know. And it's like, you know, I guess it's my mirror. It's my mirror of what I expected. But it's just how the system works right now, too. So, I'm like... It's, it's a, it's very odd what the, the way they just said that to me, the way, the way they treated me today. I'm like, usually I just come up and ask for it and they say, cool. And I'm fine. But anyways, I think my lesson right now is telling people to fuck off basically because I don't really care what makes people comfortable or uncomfortable anymore. I'm just going to live my life the way I want to live it and I really do not give a flying fuck if you go to hell. Bye. The jeeps and motherfuckers and garbage bottom feeders that won't let me out. I'm going to start cursing people. I think what's going to happen. Because every Anyone, okay, there is an imbalance on this planet, and it's because women have allowed men to walk all over them, and, well, at least me and my mom did, the be the only example I had, let a man walk all over her, so I guess it's my job to start bringing men down a little bit, so I guess it's okay to curse them, because if I, if I didn't curse them, then it wouldn't balance itself, now would it? And we got to get ourselves in check, right? We got to balance these energies on this planet. There's no more of this, oh, men are going to have it all and women are going to have nothing. Because that's why the stimulus check hit my husband's bank account wide open. Because, um, and probably why he'll win, ultimately, he'll think he'll have one. <coughs> but, by the time it's all over with, I won't have to pay a dime to get myself out of debt. That's what I see, is the universe paid off everything of his that he claimed that I owed him with money from our stimulus. And it's marriage money that we, it's debt that we created, sorry, it's marriage debt that we created together, the 10 years that we've been together. And I didn't have to pay one penny of it. So how do you like them apples? I don't have to pay for you what you already owed me through our marriage. And what I mean by owed was when I took seven months off, two of the months was waiting on Amazon to finish the building because I was hired, but we had to wait two months for the building to open. And 
but they were hiring way ahead of time because they had to hire thousands of people, you know? So anyways, I said, I'm not going to work for a restaurant for seven or $8 an hour and come out smelling like a grease ball every day to hand you $150. Right then I was making vibrational decisions about myself. I was like, what's going to make me feel better? Not like not working, putting my all into taking care of my family for one, which I did. I never dropped the ball on that. I always took care of cooking and cleaning and I made meals from scratch that he would have never done. Excuse me, do you need me to get out and whoop your ass right quick? I guess a motherfucker needs me to whoop their ass right quick because that's very fucking rude to ride somebody's ass. I'm about to get out of my car and say something to him is about what I'm about to do. Because these motherfuckers that drive these big trucks, they, they're little men driving big trucks is what they are. You know, and they think they can just push you in the go. I'm a, I'm in a Kia Soul. And if you think you're big enough that you're actually going to make contact with my car, you got another thing coming, honey. <laughs> you've got an, you've got a bitch slap coming is what you caught, got when I get out of this car. So, um, better think twice about that one. But anyways, you can tell I have issues with men right now because I have been mistreated more in more ways than sexual. So maybe this is the way that it's coming forth to be cleansed out of me. I'm like, when I get to the level that men are at, that my husband is sitting at, then I'll stop cursing people. Because even Maleficent, what is her word? What is that fucking word? Maleficent? Maleficent got her wings back after she was a mean motherfucker. So maybe I got to earn my wings different than everybody else. Maybe I got to be an evil queen. You know, maybe I got to hate motherfuckers. Maybe I got to be envious. Maybe I got to be jealous. Maybe I got to fuck some niggas up. <laughs> just saying, you know, maybe I got to hand deliver a couple things to other people on this planet, you know, that they had coming for what they were doing. I always thought I was helping people. I didn't think I was hurting people. But sometimes you got to be a diva. Sometimes you got to know when to stab back. Yeah. But it's good, though. It's good that I'm an empath because I can... I, I don't bother people that don't deserve it. Uh, they, they walk right past me. They don't have a thing. Uh, they don't have one thing coming for me. But people that need corrected... Boy, they just keep showing up, man. They just keep showing up because I'm like, why won't, why do I have to attract every single person that's an asshole? You know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm really, I've really been trying to live in my joy and try to not judge myself and try to have fun and try to be a jolly person like I used to be. But you can't be that person after you've been traumatized multiple times. You will never come out of the blender the same. You know, when you've spent time with four different men that treated you four different ways, you know, or a family, you know, what I mean, like I'm a blend of what everybody else made me into. I'm kind of like Eminem. Maybe I need to hear some Eminem today. Because Eminem said, 
what was it Eminem said? You made me. I think there's a song called You Made Me. You made me who I am. You made me into this bitch. So now you got to deal with her. <laughs> you got to deal with the energy. Because you guys do understand that the ether, the way I do readings is like making a phone call. There's another human being on the other side of the planet in Hawaii, right? So I get your picture, a selfie. And I say, hey, universe, this is the person I want to tune into. This is the person that I am trying to have a chat with their higher self is basically. Or what do you have for me that I'm going to channel through for guidance for them? And I'm going to get out of the way and I'm going to let you take me over. Take over my body, my eyes and my ears and everything that I catch and intuit during that time. I'm not going to judge it. I'm going to let it flow right on through me. Which an ADHD person is perfect for because we have no filter. We will put our foot in our mouth in a heartbeat and we can also use it to help people. So I work hand in hand with the Holy Spirit of the white light, the white, white light of the Holy Spirit. There it is. And so I'm making a phone call. And when you throw negative energy at someone, if you're like, say you see their picture on Facebook and you're like, fuck that bitch. That's also going through the ether like a telephone call, slamming that person and, and poking like an arrow into their aura. You just sent them negative energy. So that's why social media can be a great catalyst for manifestation. Because if you share what you want to manifest with other people that are like-minded, they're going to cheer you on and wish for you. But the people who don't want you to succeed guess what? That's why we keep failing because we keep sharing it. If we kept it to ourselves, it would probably be more powerful because, you know, like that, that's really for myself right there. I don't know if it works that way for you all, but to me, it feels more powerful if I keep it to myself because I'm a weak minded person. I'm an empath. So I tend to be a little bit more naive and not as strong willed as some people who have really been through the ringer. Oh my God. There is a beautiful man walking by my car right now. He's pretty in the face. He's too skinny though. <laughs> too, too fit for me right now. And, uh, anyways, Hey, he might like fat girls and that's why he's standing there. You know, like you don't attract someone who don't, you know, you got somebody, there's an opportunity to learn in every person you pass by because you've attracted them into your life for a reason. You're a human being. You have something in common with them. So anyways, I'm a, I'm not as Lilith as I would like to be. You know what I mean? I need the catalyst to become Lilith and I can, and I absolutely will. But, and then I go, ballistic on your ass, but I can't be that nasty with most 99% of me can't be that way, you know? And then I go online and, and yeah, I'll be like, man, I wish I had what she had. I feel sorry for myself before I'll hate, you know, and I don't know what's worse. And I'm, I'm thinking I should get to the point where I should hate <laughs> because I'm like, 
Otherwise, I'm feeling really lackful. And anger is the next emotion up from feeling like you don't have hope or something. Hopelessness. And then if I went into anger, then anger could put me in a direction. It could make me, I could use, I could go somewhere with that, you know. But I don't know what I, what yet because... I do know that the next emotional stage up from anger would be sadness. Or not sadness, but, um, I don't know what that would be. Dislike, um, disbelief, devalued, I don't know. There's a lot of emotional states, but I think that if I feel like, I feel like if I draw back a bow right now, and shoot negative energy at anyone, it's going to be because I deserve everything that you have. I deserve everything. I deserve the love. I deserve the home. I deserve the family. I deserve the um, affection. I deserve the fair treatment. I deserve the chance to flourish. Um, at what I would like to flourish at and whether that means writing my whole book and telling you absolutely every reason that I've ever done once I have a handle on hindsight for a situation which might be the purpose of me writing that book is just to gain hindsight on why I did that because I'm in a different place right now than I was when I started that book proposal two years ago I was a lot angrier now I can see the lessons, maybe, in why I did what I did. And then I can give myself a lot more credit for um, being as strong as I am and making it through what I, what I made it through, regardless of what I have right now in my possession. Or who, possessions do not make the person. Like if, okay, let's say you take Donald Trump, you know, and you put him where I'm at, and you give him su two suitcases of belongings, uh, first thing I'm going to ask is what is he going to put in there? What's gonna, he's going to put the most expensive things he can get in there. He's not going to put clothes in there. He's going to have one suit, and then he's going to feel like shit the next day because he's still wearing a dirty suit from the day before. But he put the most valuable things in there. Uh, now, will those things help him feel any better at that point? No. So... I'm going to make a choice that's different than, than something someone else is going to do, you know, but, um, to me, what I have makes me feel to get here and know what I know is the most important thing for me to know what I know about self-care and, um, guarding what's most precious to me, which is my body and my energy and my emotions. Yes, there are parts of me that still are on fire and they haven't burned out yet, but they will. They'll burn until they, until they ash out. And when they ash out, then I'll rise. You know what I mean? I'll rise out of these ashes and become a new version of myself. Because that's all we can do is just 
rebirth, recreate ourselves, get a new haircut, do something different, drive a different car, be single for a while instead of being married, you know, go travel the world, get a house with your friend and go do wacky adventures together. You know, go to Jamaica with your friend Patty who's moving back from Portland. What's so scary about that? Maybe the universe is trying to shift me into, um, you know, that type of mentality as it is. You know, like, oh, you want more fun? Well, come this way. Patty will be home in a month. Can you wait a month before you lose your marbles? <laughs> pull it together, you know? Can you pull it together? Oh, I just crinkled another bag. ASMR. Here. I don't know where the mic is. Is this the mic? I'm sure you guys love that shit. So, anyways. <laughs> that's enough about me. I'm just going to tell you guys where I'm at right now. And there is an order ready. So, I'm going to get off here and go work. And my medicine is now kicking in. And I'm starting to wake up a little bit more. Um, I just took it when you know, when I went through the drive-thru, so now I'm getting a little more talkative, and I'm catching myself, so, and I think I'm gonna have to poop soon, so I'm gonna go into and poop. <laughs> I'm going into Meyer and poop, and probably poop a lot, because this is my third day of White Castles. I'm like, why? Why is Chick-fil-A not open today? Now I gotta have three days of it? Two days was just like, mm, that sounds good again, and then three days is like, no, my belly can't do this. <laughs> and, and only drunk people have that many white castles and that many days in a row so at least here in Milford we used to come to come to white castles after we left Pete's every night and get white castles only I was the bartender they were there were drunk people there and they were calling 911 on the drunk people and in, in our drive through here but I was a bartender, so I was sober, and I was had a bunch of drunks taking them home, but after that, you know, yeah, White Castles have, have major history in my life, because they're the only restaurant that was open 24 hours for us, and it was a big bar food. Oh, besides I, IHOP. IHOP, everybody getting a damn fight, though, when we all get in there together, everybody getting a, somebody getting a fight every damn time, so... That was the bar life. We were crazy back then. Oh, well. Okay, you guys. Have a good day. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the drama show that is Missy's life. So, hopefully I can inspire someone. And if I ever get to sit down and write. If I ever feel like sitting down. If I ever quit experiencing stupid shit. And get my own place. Maybe I'll sit down and write more. Because I'll... I, like I said to Patty, I'm like, we can go out in the back and smoke one. I can come in and write. And, you know, we can chill or we can laugh or we can have people over or we can make a fire and sit out there and drink. But I need to try and make myself write for about, well, not, I'm not, I'm not giving myself that job assignment right now. When I get out there, if me and Patty get a house together then I will expect myself to do better. I will expect myself to live more fiercely for myself. You know what I mean? That's what I need to do is live more fiercely for myself. But, um, okay. And you guys know I'm on Facebook. Um, I did take down my OnlyFans. Well, it, 
it doesn't take down till September 17th, as long as I don't change my mind again till well, after that. And that's when the last subscribers per subscription runs out. So, um, yeah, I can't, can't hang up on it until then, but I did temporarily deactivate my Twitter because it's promoting only that. So I have to fix all of that. Um, it's going away too, though. I'm like, that's attracting the wrong kind of people to myself. That's not what I want. And all of a sudden I just snapped out of that. I'm like, I'm attracting sexual people because that's what I'm putting out to the universe, you know? And I'm like, that's a totally different energy than love. Totally different energy than love. Yeah. And totally different vibe. You don't want to attract... You don't want to attract only those people. They're, they're not a healthy people. So... Yeah, I dipped in vibration long enough to find that out for myself, but... I'm definitely hanging out with the love people from now on. So, um, sorry to disappoint everyone. And if you were one of my subscribers, I apologize, but I am, I'm keeping it to myself from now on. So, um, I, I felt like, yay, I'm sexually healed. I want to share that with everyone. But it's also an energy. It still attracts a certain type of person. And here we are. And I've, I've honored myself that opportunity to learn and explore that part of myself. And I'm done with it. So I just feel like I'm over it. <laughs> I really just feel like I'm over it. So, and, and it has been fun. And I know I've talked to myself like, oh, I could do it like a combination of Salvador Dali and um, Pablo Picasso, but I'm like, uh, you could just paint instead, <laughs> you know, like do what you wanted to do when you were in high school. So, okay. Well, you guys have a great day. It's 11, 11. Peace out. Love ya. Bye.